That's a queen wave. That's a queen wave. You should know all about that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the queen has ever gone that low. Welcome back to The Roof and the McInnes Marketing Minute for another week of up-to-date education on the Vancouver real estate market. That's it. So today we are talking about how to be a savvy buyer and not not a a silly buyer. Yes. That's it. That's Very important. So rule numero uno, rule one, un, if you speak Portuguese. Itchy, Japanese. Japanese, uno, I already said uno. Anyway, rule number one, in order to be a savvy buyer, you actually need to buy. (laughs) Otherwise, Otherwise you're just a savvy looker. That's true. So, a savvy looker, yes. So rule number one, you, you have, have to purchase. You have to purchase to be a savvy buyer. So we're gonna break through the more so the don'ts of being a, a silly buyer in order to make you a savvy buyer. So tactic number one in the silly buyer's handbook, tactic number one, and this has been brought up in a couple of our videos before, finding out the assessed value and bidding a particular percentage below it. So I think the one that we heard most recently heard 20. was 20%, finding out assessed value and bidding 20% below the assessed value. And I'm just gonna call it how I see it. You may feel that you're making a power move by going in, you know, you know, assessed value. It's embarrassing, actually, the tactic. However, however, anyway. The power move of 2019. The power move of 2019, which is going to be given a big metaphorical, metaphorical middle finger. If, think about it this way. If we were in the 2017, what month are we? May? We're May, June, sorry. We're June 2017, and your tactic was assess plus 9%. You can't put that bland, generic tactic over the entire market, which people are now doing in this market. Because there's absolutely no relevance from that building to that building to that building when they each have their own collection of historic sales uh, competing with apples to apples units in the same building. And then you come in with the power move expecting success. It will never work that way, and it's a what is it? Silly buyer move. So silly buyer move number one. So if you're on the direction to be a silly buyer, that's, that's what you need you to do. Use. Yes. Second tactic is lowballing, just for the sake of lowballing. And when we say lowballing, we mean just coming in with a low figure without doing any research, without any justification towards no it. No resemblance to any sort of market clarity in what you're trying to purchase. Yeah, so we actually had a call this morning on a unit that we have listed. Um, the agent just asked outright, would your client accept a lowball offer? And to give you a bit of context, this unit had been on the market for a couple of weeks. We've actually already had an offer, which we're negotiating. Um, we've had a consistent stream of people through showings and open houses every week and weekend. Um, so no, no thank you. <laughs> We won't, they won't accept a low ball offer. And in chatting to the agent more, their client, that's their tactic that they've gone. They said it's a buyer's market. So they've written no less than 10 
different offers on different properties with that tactic and secured none of them. So again, to be a savvy buyer, what's rule number one, Jay? Uh, assessed minus X. No, that's percentage. To be a savvy buyer. Oh, savvy. Oh, savvy I, I apologize. I rule apologize. number one. Um, rule number one, savvy buyer. <laughs> you have to is buy. the best rule. <laughs> you, of course, have to buy to be able to call yourself a buyer. Wow. Naturally. So in order to be a savvy buyer, yes. don't do silly buyer tactic number two. Now, silly buyer tactic number three, you found the perfect place. So what do you do? You hurry up and you wait. Perfect time to wait. Perfect time to wait indeed. Wait for that price to tumble down. Yeah. That we're seeing more and more of, of course. And hurry up and wait, as they say. Yeah. So you can find the perfect place that fits your budget. You think that that price is going to come down more and you can run that game. And you know, sometimes that does happen, but it's just actually even more likely that that, pro that property is even going to be purchased by somebody else who doesn't want to play the waiting game, is just seeing the opportunity and is moving forward with it. And is at least going to go in, if this is a tactic, and we've, we've talked to people, we know people that are doing this now. Um, my suggestion, if this is your thought, uh, at least offer, again, with some credibility, with some comparables in mind, um, a number that you feel, it can, okay, pick a number, it's currently at a number that's workable. It's this attractive. is disastrous, by the way. This it's is at a, it's disastrous. A, it's at a number that you can justify, and it's a property that you want, and it hits all the criteria. However, you're deciding to wait. Pick a number that you feel would trigger you to actually make a move today and offer with it, mm. and just see what you can get on the price. See if there's any adjustment. And that adjustment that you may be able to get today is in my opinion, more the game you should play as opposed to just waiting and hoping for them to reduce, falling further into your comfortable price level and then finally make an offer, if that made any sense. It did in my head. It didn't at all to the camera, but thank you for your the input anyway. The people understand. But we've said it many times before, guys. Be proactive, even in that circumstance. Okay. In a nutshell. There you Duly go. noted. There you go. We've said it many times before, guys, that the way to be successful in this is to go through the latest statistics, see what the latest market value is, because market value is quite literally what somebody is willing to pay for you, your home right now. And by going through those numbers, you may find that the market value is 60, 70, 80, 100 grand off of the home itself of what it's listed at. And if that's the case, you can move forward with that offer and that's your ammunition, that's your justification to go in and say why you want that sort of discount. And if that's the case, that's absolutely fine. Like there's justification behind that and they're just probably listed above what the market value is, which we're seeing a lot of this week, I'm not done. So, so that may be the case, but if you do that research and then you come up with that number, then all, all the props to you. However, if you're just going in at, no, this is market value, but I just think market value is gonna be reduced further, you're playing a very high risk game, which high risk, as you all know, you can win big or you can lose big as well. And there's a lot of people out there who are, are playing that high risk game right now, but they're losing big because it sells, it gets taken off the market, they then don't want to sell. They're not being proactive. And all it took was just to look at what the market value was. And yeah. not paying market value is not necessarily like a bad thing. I think a lot of people think that they want a discount off of the price because it's a buyer's market, but market value today versus what was market value a year ago or two years ago are different figures. You're getting a product now 
if you're paying market value, which is on sale, which 100% at a later date is going to be more expensive. So getting market value at this time anyway is a deal. In that is savvy buyer tactics. May I speak? Yeah, go on then. To your final point, being proactive, as we have seen as well to that, you go forward with justification, make the offer, they don't accept it. However, you were proactive, putting the offer forward. Mm -hmm. If anything changes, Mr. Listing Agent, please contact us. Then we get a call. Remember that offer you had before? Would you be willing to extend that again? My seller is finally uh, more in tune with the market and is gonna be reducing, but it's gonna be down at your, at your range. If we can do something with that number still, we can do something now. That then puts you uh, into the driver's seat ahead of the group once uh, before the reduction is actually made and gone public. Again, being proactive, even if it doesn't work the first time, uh, will pay dividends long term. That's it, that's it. So a lot of you are gonna watch this video, you're gonna be thinking some pretty mean things towards us because we're just kind of calling out how we see it. But as professionals, honest professionals, it's our job to call out the BS from the truth. And if you're probably offended by this video, it probably means that you're using some of those silly buyer tactics to so take a look buyer. in the mirror uh, oh, uh. there it is <laughs> and that's it for us this week guys we will see you next week as per usual goodbye thank you for the comments in advance we're back on the roof good afternoon we're here with benjamin and the perfect weather that's it. Okay, now you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's McInnes Marketing Minute. What was that? I didn't do anything. That was me. Oh. <laughs> I know what that means. Welcome to this week's McInnes Marketing Minute, y'all. No. Yep. And today.